Hi, I'm Madri. And I'm Jack. And this is Crossing the Line. Hello, everyone. Hello. How are we? Well, I am tired. I'm very tired. So much work. Oh, my, my part-time job is so exhausting. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm dying over here. <laughs> Welcome to adult life. That's all oh, you get. I don't like it. Can I, can I stop being an adult? I want to go back. I want to be six oh, again. If you learn how to do that, please tell me, because I do too. <laughs> so. Australia. Australia. It the sure land of Down Under. Oh my god. The land to of Danny Ricardo. Danny Rickland, as Lewis Hamilton said. <laughs> I am stuck in that thing, he said. I was I was losing my mind. I saw that and I was like, ooh. Most I, sane Daniel Ricardo fan. Yes, no sane. <laughs> Absolutely. Um what was that race i was expecting like mclaren to be bad i didn't really? watch any bit of formula one because it was like do i want to sleep or do i want to be mad at them and sleep angrily and have bad dreams <laughs> so i decided to not watch i didn't and he went well And with that, I came to the conclusion that I am Daniel's bad luck. Actually, no. <laughs> I'm, I am done with Formula One for the sake no. of Ricardo. Stop watching F1. I'm going to have to do the podcast on my own. I'm going to jump in to do um, sane commentaries. So <laughs> you're going to do I'm kidding. I'm not going to stop watching Formula One. I'm like, oh, I hate Formula One. But then I'm like, I am losing Formula One. And then I go back to watch. So, but I did watch the race replay on F1 TV. Yes, I give them money, unfortunately, because one, Brazilian commentary sucks. I hate Sergio Mauricio. He pisses me off very much. And two... I prefer the English commentary. So, I give... Yeah, and, like, there is an option <laughs> with Sky Sports, and now with F1 TV commentary, they have their own, but they have Wilbucks, and so it's a no for me. Ooh, and uh, I... So you, watch the, uh, you watch the Sky commentary? Yes, I do. Nice. I, I, I like Crofty. Oh, I Crofty's great. Him. And I love when Ted comes in. I love Ted. No, Ted's great. Ted is awesome. I love I love Crofty and Ted. Martin yeah. can get on my nerves a bit sometimes, but you know, I yeah. I have I have a, a small I have a little affection for him because we're from the same sort of um, uh, chunk of England. He's he's a lot further north than me, but um, you know, same chunk, same chunk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I love Crofty because I love when he fucks things up. It's so funny. I like I love when he gets too excited and his voice goes really peachy. I'm oh, like, yeah. when he gets I'm so like, excited, he gets a voice break. Yes, I I love that. So there is a thing now that they um put the the 
the main parts of the races in 30 minutes. And that's what I watched. And I was like, great, great race. I like that. Good. Because I am a hashtag true fan, unlike Adra here. Uh, <gasps> are you calling me a poser? <gasps> yes, you are a poser. You are a fake fan. You're only watching because you think the drivers are sexy. <laughs> oh my god. Hashtag misogyny. I can believe yes. that, Jack. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I'm but... You've been watching F1 longer than I have, actually. Huh? You've been, you've been watching F1 longer than I have, I think. Oh, yeah. I watched since 2010. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I've watched since... I was born, so I yeah. actually was watching Formula One in the womb. My mum went to my my parents went to Monaco when my mum was pregnant with me, so <laughs> I actually am a a real fan. Uh, hashtag no fakes, no fakes, <laughs> no phony fans. Yeah, no. no fake fans. What the hell? <laughs> but um, yeah, I think the like the earliest memory that I have with Formula One is my uncle watching the race and me running around screaming Fernando because <laughs> I pointed at a car and I said who's that and my uncle said Fernando Alonso and I was like Fernando Fernando <laughs> that's, that's like the earliest memory that I have and I then the I earliest, the earliest like memory of F1 I have is my dad waking me up at six, five or six in the morning to watch the Australian Grand Prix and I would sit in front of the TV and I wouldn't sit on the sofa. I would sit in front of the TV on the floor <laughs> so that I could actually see it because we had a small TV back then. And mm-hmm. um, I wanted to be as close to the cars as possible. Aww. And uh, I also used to put my dad's old um, racing helmet from the 90s on and run around the house pretending to be Jensen Button. That's so cute. That's <laughs> literal- no, but that's really cute. It was cute. He was terrified. <laughs> But yeah, and then I remember when Hamilton won in 2008 from Felipe in Brazil. Everyone was fucking pissed at him. (laughs) Yeah, there was a humor show that was really racist. I didn't like those guys. But yeah, but that's like the earliest memory that I have. And I remember when Jensen won the championship. He was I remember that too. He was teammates with Rubinho, and this same humor show was trying to like jinx him with like Brazilians' costumes. Like, um, there is a popular saying here that if you walk, you know those moving stairs? Escalators? Yes, escalators. If you walk underneath it, it says you have like I don't know how many years of bad luck and whenever Jensen was walking they were walking around with an escalator trying to give him bad luck. <laughs> Didn't work. Didn't work. No, and Jensen was one. pissy. He was pissy. He did not like that. Um, yeah. But I, it did um, not work. When I was a kid I think I think I was six or seven when Jensen won. And then the next year, well, he he released like a book that was like about his championship year. It was called My Championship Year. Very imaginative title <gasps> there, Mister Mister Button. That it was a hardcover and it was square. 
and I used to take it to school every day and like read it in silent reading time and one time <laughs> I was carrying it in my little book bag and the bottom split because <gasps> the book was so heavy oh and I was God. like well that's unfortunate I picked up that ignored the rest of my stationery that had just fallen on the floor and I was just like well at least I have the book still I'm, I'm on my <laughs> pick up your fucking shit please what is wrong with you <laughs> Jensen owns you a backpack. He, he does. does. He does. Jensen, if you're listening to this episode, you give Jack a backpack. Please. I think I've, mentioned, I think I've told this story before. <laughs> uh, you did to me. I don't know in the podcast. I don't remember. <laughs> But I do remember this, this story. Yeah. But um, it's the so... first... Is the first Australian Grand Prix after two years. Thanks, pandemic. And yeah, I actually. I'm, I'm glad we're back in Australia. I'm glad. I, I really like. I, I, I really like Australia. It's a classic. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those races that's like, I've watched it since I was a kid. So I, I like it. <laughs> and I like the track. And they made a little, they made little changes to make it faster. Mm -hmm. And I liked it. I liked it very much. Yeah, it's it's a good, it, it's a good, it's a good change. It's a good track. It's mwah, chef's chef's kiss. Yes, <laughs> I love it. And we had Charles being a girl boss again. Again. The f yes, I think it's his first Grand Slam. And his yeah. in, in his career, lap, win. He deserves it, and I he like is leading us. the championship. By yeah, a lot. He yeah. he is on seventy one points to George's thirty seven in second. Also, <gasps> can we just say George Russell in second in the championship? I know. That's crazy. I know. Yes, it is. But I'm happy for him. He deserves yeah. it. I'm happy. Charles third, Checo fourth, Lewis fifth. I don't think anyone <laughs> expected Lewis fifth going into this season. Also, and Max where, sixth, which is very funny. Um, and where is the championship contender, the reigning champion? Where is he? I don't oh, know where is he. He is down in sixth with 25 points because he has <laughs> DNF'd in two out of three races. Oh, oh no. that's so funny. Anyway. How how can Formula One be a humor show? I love that. <laughs> Don't you love that? I love that. I, I used am... to think that Formula One was a tragedy, but now I see it's a comedy. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> what happened to their consistency? Oh, what? No. I mean, I'm Red happy. Power Train's epic memento. It is. Oh yeah, yeah. And talking of Red Bull powertrains, Max's engine went pop in this race. Again. Um, that again. was so funny. That was so <laughs> It was amusing. Yes. And uh, since we're talking about amusing stuff, what was that start from Mr. Hamilton? Also, not Mr. Sir. He was Sir really Hamilton. sassy with George. George was like Mr. Hamilton. He was like, "It's actually Sir." I was like, "Huh? Okay, Queen, pop off." 
Oh my god. I, I love him. I love him. He was in Brazil and he didn't come to my house to have a cup of coffee with me and my oh, that's mom. Rude. Hashtag homophobic. That's what homophobia. That, what was that thing that happened recently with uh, Lewis and Brazil? I saw something on. Oh! On someone, like a deputy, is trying to pass a bill to give him an honorary, an honorary title of being Brazilian. He's like, you know. I support it. I support it as well. Me talking about politicians. They're corrupt. They only do shitty things. I hate all of them. I don't, I don't like them. Me, when someone tried to pass a bill to make Luis an honorary Brazilian <laughs> citizen. Oh my God. I love everyone. So I love. True, so true. So true, bestie. Let's go. And Luis just tweeted like a bunch of Brazilian flags. Yes. Oh, I, I love that. I love that. Like, it, it, you can see how much it means for him to see, like, Brazilians supporting him. And, like, I get so soft every time I remember. He was like, oh, Brazil is the first country that I saw people. And I was like, hey, there's people like me. And the support he got in the Brazilian Grand Prix last year, oh, I, it meant so much to him. Like, I mean, yeah. all the bullshit it was coming through, like, every fucking race he was at, people were booing him. Yeah. And that's so that shitty. Fun. And then in Brazil, everyone was screaming. Everyone was, like, so excited to see him. And to, yeah. ah, oh, sometimes I love Brazil. And I love Brazilians. Sometimes we're nice. Sometimes we're great. And, well, this proves a lot. And I love how smiley and happy he gets when he's here. Mm. So I really think that he should be an honorary Brazilian citizen. I hope this well, goes through. Everyone. From Adri, the honorary president of Brazil. Huh? You, the uh, the honorary president of Brazil. I decided oh. just now. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I will go to Brasilia tomorrow and we're gonna kick bolsonaro and all of Hear his me, minions you are going to brazil <laughs> brasilia brasilia it's our um capital capital yeah brasilia not rio i know i always remember that yes not real please don't say it's real or sao paulo no it's brasilia yeah rio is the one that everyone always thinks is the is the capital yeah it's it was mentioned and it's like no it's not the capital yeah like it once was like back in the days but now since um 1950 something it's brasilia thank you yeah. jk thank you guy um but anyway i was so happy that he was happy here yeah he deserves to still loved like that you know it's should be in Brazil. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, there should be the 2022 uh, Brazil championship. Please and give me tickets for all the races. I will be there. I will That's 100% it. be there. Give me tickets too. I, I will. Uh, I'll live in Brazil for you. Please, you will. Yeah. You you can come here and help us with the twins though. 
they are in the phase of pulling hair and nose. I don't have any hair for them to pull. And sticking their little fingers into your eyeballs. It's amazing. <laughs> It's amazing. Pedro did that to me today and I cried. I was like, how could you do this to me? I'm your aunt. You know what he did? <laughs> you know what he did? What? Ah. Ah. <laughs> I was like, you little bitch. I, I'm kidding. I did not say that. I love my, I know, I love my nephew. I would never call him a little bitch. Oh, one of, um, um, well, my, my boyfriend's best friend is, um, her son is due next month. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to the uh, the eye poking stage. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. And he tried to bite me, even though he has no teeth. He tried to bite me, and he <laughs> laughed. So yeah, it's good. It's fun. It's so fun. <laughs> But coming yes. back, back to, to the Formula race. One, I'm this sorry. Is, this is a Formula One podcast, everyone. <laughs> yes, it's because like nothing much happened in the race besides Carlos being out in lap two got stuck in the gravel couldn't come back felt yep. a little bit sorry for him Max why? and Seb I don't also know. DNF'd I do not remember why Seb DNF'd he escaped as well he made a he little mistake gravel, he, he spun I oh, don't think spun. yeah he didn't went to the gravel he spun but like his crash was out of nowhere Like, literally out of nowhere. I was like, you okay, honey? And then he just DNF'd. But, mm. yeah. Not Alonso a great... Lost. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I don't... Big I also... I also... I also don't know what happened with Fernando in the qualifying. I saw that he was, like, doing a fast lap and then he crashed. Oh, yeah, he crashed, didn't he? He did. Qualifying. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. But um, it wasn't an unusual podium. I thought Lewis was going to get in the podium because that start, superb. Oh, I love that cool. start. I was yeah. like, I was like, he came out of nowhere. And he was third. That was amazing. G-O-A-T. I said it right now. I did an ADA. I said G-O-A-T. <laughs> yes. But like... Uh, yeah. Charles, I, I just, Checo, George, podium. Yes. I was so happy for George. Because yeah, everyone be was like saying... A podium. Yeah. Because I mean, obviously he got a podium last year, but Spa was dumb and stupid. Yes. It so was. it's good that he actually managed to get a podium on merit. And I mean, obviously there was merit to Spa because he had got he had got good in qualifying. But mm -hmm. it was basically just luck that he ended up there yes. on that podium. And uh, this was a full race. So. This, yeah, this was a full race. And he drove well. And he got a podium. And I'm very proud of him. Because Me it's too. always nice to see British drivers doing well. Because I'm British. And I like it when the British drivers do well. Unless I don't like them. In which case it sucks. But I like George, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, George is... Simple, a very simple chart, you know. If the driver I don't like is doing well, 
F1 is terrible and awful and should be banned. If the driver yes. I like is doing well, then F1 is great and everyone should shut the fuck up. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and um... <laughs> yeah. And Daniel got P6. I was so happy. I was so happy. Still got behind his teammate, but I'm, I'm so happy. I saw that like Lando had some issues, but then McLaren was like, "Oh yeah, don't don't try to overtake him." I don't know how it went, like the exact message on the radio, but it was something like that. But like I have learned my lesson on not trusting McLaren. <laughs> so I keep not trusting them. And if I see anyone in from McLaren in Interlagos, it's on site, besties. Yeah. I'm gonna throw hands. Serious hands. Slap and everything. So oh, talking about Daniel. Did you heard about karma acting up on that indie driver? I did not. There's a guy. His name is Colton Herta. Oh, Colton Herta. Yeah. Yes. Him. A horrible word for a horrible name for British people to say. Oh, um, yeah. And it's really hard for me to say some things in English because my accent, like in Portuguese, is different. So it gets like I'm uneducated, but it's my R's. They wrote differently in Portuguese than in English, and I'm so sorry. It's always the R's. It's always the R's with you and me. Yes. I, I sound like a, a redneck sometimes, <laughs> like, Rrr. but R's you know. And T's are hard. Yeah. Yes. You know. They are. Nature's. They're bitches. Colton so, is, uh, is, is a hard word. I can actually enunciate if I. If I like say that in the driver, he shouldn't be named. <laughs> yeah. So he was I like, can I can enunciate it like Colton Herter, but it feels really weird. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. So he's like a McLaren reserve driver or something like that. He also drives for Indy, but not for McLaren in Indy. Anyway, yeah, our award uh, drives to McLaren in India. Another hard one for English people to say. Mm. Don't don't say his name. I don't like him. I don't. I don't have. Oh, um, I don't. Yeah, I don't have Latino. Um, you know, sorority with him now. I don't like him because I don't want to get petty here. I know it's my podcast and I can do whatever I want, but I don't want to do that. So moving on to Colton Herta. <laughs> he was like, I hope Daniel get his ass beaten by Lando Norris because then I will have a chance of getting the McLaren seat. Lol. He said that, but then he was like, I am not praying. On anyone's downfall. I was like, I'm not bitch. praying on anyone's downfall. However. <laughs> However. And I was like, I was so mad at him. 
because like if anyone messes with Danny Ricardo, I am pissed. You are going really? to the pedestal. You didn't. Oh, I, new, I, information. new information, brand new. And then I was like, okay, talk your shit, but you're gonna get hit. And then <laughs> on Sunday, Daniel had like his best um, qualifying and race results in three races, and Colton got pole in Indy, but. His car decided to off itself out of nowhere, and he DNF'd. And you know what I call that? You know what I watched uh, the last bit of the indie. So, you know what I call that? I call that karma. Fuck you, bitch. Karma. I was, I was like, I was manically laughing when I (laughs) saw that. I was like, oh. I am. You're not praying on Daniel's downfall, but I'm praying on yours. Good luck. Good <laughs> luck. I was uh, like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I do understand that like some fans from Indy and Formula E, anyway, any other motorsport um that isn't Formula One, they say that the, their categories or in um, uh, something like they're not a feeder serious Formula One, like they're independent. But like, why do those drivers keep acting like it is? I, I don't understand. Like, you can have your career, a solid one in Indy, and yet you're like, oh, but Formula One, I hope Lando beats Daniel's ass. Like, focus on your career. Like, do what your yeah. friends preach. IndyCar isn't a feeder series to Formula One. It's an independent one. And, like, there's so many drivers that are good at Indy. Like, I don't really know who because I don't follow up with Indy. But I'm sure there are some icons. There is a Brazilian one. I forgot his name. He won like nine times the the fifty miles or something. I don't know the name of the race. I, you know, yeah. I think I mean, it's Elio yeah, like, Elio something Castro Neves. Yeah, Elio Castro Neves. He won like nine times. Castro Neves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's an icon to the sport, and to be like that guy. And I never saw him in talks to go with Formula One. And he's yeah. like. He's driving, he's doing his business in his category because he takes it seriously. And then you see drivers like that, that don't miss a chance to have a piece of Formula One. And then I'm like, okay, what, what is yeah, this? Think, yeah, I think that um, some IndyCar drivers sort of have this superiority complex where they're like, oh, I'm too good for this. I should be in Formula One. But yeah. IndyCar is a really competitive sport. IndyCar is a good series. You can make your whole career in IndyCar and you can be loved all across America and all across the world just for racing in Indy. And yeah, Formula One is like, quote unquote, a bigger racing series. It's the one that everyone thinks about. But like, Indy and F1 are different and that's okay. Yes. And if you're good in Indy, 
it doesn't mean you're going to be good in F1 and vice versa. So yes. you could be really good in indie, and if you suddenly get this superiority complex, so like, oh, well, I'm good in indie, so I must be good in Formula 1, so I should go to Formula 1. And you go to Formula 1. It's completely different. You're mm-hmm. going to be, you're not going to, it's not the same. And you're not going to jump from, you know, indie to F1 and suddenly start, like, scoring points. It's... It or winning championships. Yeah. It's not... Yeah, like, I think I think indie deserves more respect than it gets. And I wish that I watched it more. But... Uh, and starting from their own drivers, because if you're... I'm still pissed about what he said, you know? And I, it is and kind I, of childish. Yes. You know, and I get, like, really... Um, I don't know. It's so disrespectful, you know? It's mm. and it's not like only because Daniel is my favorite driver, but he has his own accomplishments in Formula One, and we shouldn't erase that. He's a talented driver. Yes, he had a bad season and he had some bad results, but like he ate, he won eight times. He was third place in championships twice. He constantly beats his teammates. He was almost equally to max when they were in red bull he's not like Mm -hmm. a shitty driver he's not a driver that you look at and you're like ah he's there he's not you know and then you see people yes and then you see people like oh he's washed he should retire and then you see other drivers saying that kind of stuff about him and i'm like aren't you like are you serious are you watching yourself do you know what you're talking about like, it's like wait for wait. It's like wait until ten years caught on her, and then you will be in that boat, and you will be thinking, Uh-oh, yeah, because some new young gun is gonna be begging for your seat, whether it's yeah. in F1 or indie, and you are gonna be shaking in your boots, and you're gonna be thinking, oh god, it's ridiculous, and like this all happened in Daniel's career. In an era that was dominated by Mercedes. Dominated yeah. by the greatest driver of all time. Like, it gets even bigger. He's not any driver, you know? He's a driver that teams want. Even if he has a bad season that doesn't score many points or doesn't go to podiums or doesn't win races, teams still want Daniel Ricciardo. And, like, other drivers have to see that and i'm pointing at you as well Lando norris i haven't forgot what your bitchy mouth said about <laughs> daniel and i'm not forgiving you i hope you flop <laughs> i put it out i put it this out it was stuck in my throat and i have to put it out but like but Lando was disrespectful to everyone he's disrespectful even to louis so what are we expecting him to be respectful towards his teammate Right. Yeah. I think Lando needs to shut the fuck up. Grow up. Shall <laughs> we say? I think he needs to he's still like what 20 early 20s now, like 21 mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't know. He's he he's a, he's a baby. He's a, and I say this is a 20-year-old. I know. But, you know, Lando is young and stupid and F1 drivers have a habit of maturing a lot later than mm-hmm. people in the, the, the quote-unquote real world 
because yeah. they've been coddled and they've been you know they've they've been doing the same thing their entire lives and they sort of think they're invincible because they're suddenly rich famous in what the 20 best drivers so-called in the world and it, it, it can you gotta think what that does to your brain yeah. so i think that f1 drivers mature later than most people the same with a lot of sports stars mm-hmm. and celebrities you know but um so I think Lando does need to mature and grow up. And I hope that he does, because I think that he can be, you know, I, I think that he, he will be a very, very good driver. And he is a very, very good driver. He just needs to stop being quite so immature. Yeah. I mean, in, in his personality and his driving style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Russia is a reminder to him on how not to be. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to stop there. Uh, <laughs> before I get to me. <laughs> anyway. Let God deal with it because if they deal I... with it, they go into jail. <laughs> yes. I'm going to let God fix it because if I do, I am going to jail. <laughs> but before the Lando fans come at me i am going to stop talking but just know i have a lot of opinions as everything i have a lot of opinions about that but um great race weekend for mercedes despite being a little tractor they got good points i am once again asking charles to keep the championship alive until interlagos he can win in interlagos but i want to see championship battles in Interlagos so Charles please can you slow down on being a girl boss so I can (laughs) see a championship battle right in front of my eyes I think he listens to us and he's like I want to be the girl boss every week (laughs) and then he yes he is thank you Charles for listening to us yes OMG hi Charles yeah (laughs) send us gifts yeah i do i do want to see championship battles um i don't want to see them between charles and max because i hope he dnfs more yeah (laughs) i don't don't want to see because i mean remember what happened last year with lewis it got very nasty and I didn't like that. No, it was rancid. And it's like, not not from like an I'm a Lewis fan point of view. Like, like, oh, we don't like Max going near Lewis. I think that Max was a dirty driver last year. And I think that Red Bull, as a team, fired up all that crap. Mm -hmm. And I think that that this has been talked about to death. So I'm not going to say anything that hasn't already been said. Yes, but I did not like. I, I did not like the way that Red Bull and Mercedes sort of handled that. Yeah, and the um, way things were filled up by them. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I I kind of want it to be between Charles and George. Ooh, that would be nice. That would be very fun. Yeah. I failing that Charles and Lewis. 
Oh, that fun. Yeah, because you know it's like the old versus the new. Yeah, Charles and George is like you know two two young guns. Still, I've been in the sport a few years, but now they're in like cars that can really go for it. Yeah, and like Um, it's a battle that we expected to happen in like five years, but it's happening. It may happen right now. So that is fun. Charles doesn't run away with it too early. Yes, I really hope so too. And I hope Ferrari doesn't fuck up as well because we know Ferrari can ruin things quite easily. And yeah, um, I have a habit of that. Yeah. yeah. And um, I, I'm liking this. I am really enjoying I feel sorry for Luis. I really wanted him to come with everything he had in himself to win the eighth title. I said... Um, in the last episode from last season, that I wanted him to have one lap gap to P2, and that's not happening. Thank you, Mercedes, so much for ruining that for me. <laughs> I love you. But um, as long as it's not any Red Bull driver, I am happy. So I'm taking... No, Checo! Um, Checo, it's like... Um, he's above. No, he's above that Red Bull driver role. You know that Red Bull driver trope. Sometimes he falls into it, and I'm like, Chico, no, 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 no. But I like him. I can help but like him. I can't. I like everyone loves Chico because he's great and the best. Yeah, like the last time before. Monza, the last time I cried for Formula One was when he won at Sakir. Oh, beautiful, amazing. I, I also cried, funnily enough. Uh, well, it was expected. If the biggest Checo fan didn't cry, I don't <laughs> know what to expect. But yeah, I just hope the battles continues like that, that it doesn't end up like last year's which was really rancid, and I hate it. Yeah. It was really tiring to watch Formula 1 when that was happening. So that was Australia, the comeback of Danny Rickland and the calendar. And thank God it came back because I missed it very much. Yeah. And I think that's it about yeah. the race. Yeah. It was, it was a good race. But it wasn't like super, you know, exciting. Well, it was exciting, but like not a million things happened. Yeah, it was like good. It wasn't like um, sitting on the edge of the sofa good, but it was good. It was yeah, enjoyable. It was an enjoyable race. Yes, it was. Good vibes only. Good vibes only. Yeah, I liked it very much as well. So we don't even need to say who's the girl boss because Charles did that. He's the girl boss for the second consecutive episode. He deserves it. Good job, Charles. You are getting another special design by me, girl boss Mm -hmm. of the week art. So congratulations on that. And now we are moving on to... We, what are we consuming on media, Jack? 
You want to go first? Well, I have been quite busy with work and social gatherings this <laughs> week, but I have had time to uh, rewatch with my dad uh, the Hunger Games series because <gasps> we love the Hunger Games. I oh, mean, that's so nice. The books are better than the movies, in my opinions. In my opinion, but I think that that's the movies are good in different ways. Yeah, there were things they left out that I wish they put in, but I also understand. You know, you you mm-hmm. need to cut things out of movies. So, yeah, and I haven't read the books for a long time, and I think I'm going to reread them so that I can um, read the book, the prequel book that came out like two years ago. Yeah. So I am watching the Selena Gomez series Only Murders in the Building. It's so cool. Um World Wild, I think it's available on Hulu, but in Brazil it's available at Star Plus. It's really we don't nice. Have Hulu in the UK. Really? Hulu isn't available in the UK. It's really dumb. Oh. Yeah, it's like people said it was going to be available at Disney Plus in Brazil, but then it's like not for kids. So they created Star Plus and I got a promotion and I got two for one. So I'm with Star Plus nice. um, and I'm watching it as I come back from work. It's like really quick episodes, 35 minutes maximum. And it's really exciting. They're That's like... So there, there ha- it happens a murder in the building. That's why the title. And like the three main characters that are Selena Gomez and the other two actors, I forgot the name. I'm so sorry. But like one is an old actor, and Selena, we don't know nothing about her, just her name, Mabel. And the other guy is a theater director. But he's like, he's not doing anything because no one calls him to direct plays anymore. And they are obsessed with true crime podcasts. And they decide to start their own investigation about the murder that happens on the building. And they decide to do a podcast about it. And like, there's only like, not only the mystery around the murder, but around their lives on, like, how they got where they are in the series. And I love it. Like, how when the episodes go through, you're like, oh, my God, what is going to happen next? And I love series that get you like that, you know? Yeah, get you I do, I curious. Do that, that do that. So, yeah, highly recommend Only Murders in the Building. Selena is so awesome. I love her. I love her songs and her acting is really nice as well. So my recommendation is only murders in the building. Yeah. I I will I might check that out. Yeah, it's really good. And you made me want to watch Hunger Games again. Oh, it's <laughs> so iconic. It's yeah. I love those movies. I love yes, it. I yeah. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening and see you next episode. Bye. Bye.